0: Welcome back to the Texas Beer Experience Podcast. This is episode nine. I'm your host, Leo Longoria. And this is a special special episode because for two reasons. The first reason, probably the least important, is that I did some research on how long podcasts last, like new podcasts, and the average is nine episodes. So we've reached the milestone. Your average! We've yeah, that's right. I am average, and I can't be fucking happier.
1: So you said fucking.
0: I did, I did, and so we got we have a couple of, of, of really special guests with us tonight. Uh, we have we have uh, we have Kent Bray, who is a guy that just likes to hang out with people and drink beer. Yes, right. He has a group on Facebook Facebook called Just Hangin. You should look it up and find it and join it. And there's a lot of just hanging events going on all the time, especially now as, as the pandemic is, is, is slowly dissipating. And our other special guest is no other than Mr. Chad Pillbeam. You may know Chad from a few things. Chad uh, does some, a little bit of work for Brazos Valley Brewing Company out of, uh, out of, uh, out of Brenham, Texas. And he also has a company called Beer Logic, which we will talk about here in a few minutes. And probably the best thing that you know Chad from is What's on Tab Radio, which is probably one of the best beer shows in the entire world. And if you've never listened to it, you need to get on that today.
1: Man, I got shoes to fill in now, man. I gotta live up to some sort of an expectation. Crud.
0: Man. James, we got it.
1: listeners now. You can do it,
0: Chad. I know. Right. So if you guys ever mention me on your show, you guys can say, do we know him? Yeah, we know him. That's right.
1: Yeah. Right. We do name drops on that show because yeah. we like to let people know that we know people because we have low self-esteem. <laughs> and when we don't, if, we, if we don't mention names, you're like, do these guys even know anybody? Does anybody listen? It's like, oh, well, yeah, we name drop people. And it's like, okay, cool. Then our mom puts that. It's like, if that was a sound clip and there's a picture, we could hang it on the refrigerator. And, you know, we feel better about ourselves. Don't let
0: them fool you. They know everybody. No,
1: we just, like, They
0: know everybody.
1: We like to get out and support yeah. people. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. And uh, this is weird because I'm on the other side of the microphone. I don't know if I can do this. Kent, uh, you may have to take over because normally... You know, when I do the show with James, you know, he and I we're interviewing people and now I'm over here and I feel like I'm at the proctologist like, All right, drop your shorts, yeah. bend over and oh wait, you can still hold on to your beer and drink it, but hey, we're gonna ask you a bunch of questions. We
0: have a series of twenty very uncomfortable questions for chat today. Minus seventeen. So yeah.
1: I really do feel like I'm at the Proctologist now. Short's (laughs) down sitting on that cold, waxy paper. All right, but hey, what
0: the heck? Let's hang out for
1: the next 45 minutes. So
0: the first question I have, Chad, is what are you drinking today? Uh,
1: I I never turn this beer down when I find it uh, anywhere. I don't care if it's uh, in a can or on draft. It is the Newer, it's not brand new, Double IPA, Double Down from St. Arnold Brewing Company. Big fan of the godfather of Texas craft beer, Brock Wagner. Uh, there's a name drop. There I am. saying, like I said, low self-esteem. I, got a hey, name I know
0: that guy, too. Yeah, see? Yeah. So
1: we all feel better now. <laughs> I <met> him. <laughs> I know. It's all good. But this is uh, this is a double IPA, and it absolutely screams everything that a double IPA is supposed to be. It's bitter. It's angry. It's floral. It's hoppy. It's boozy. And, it, I mean, it, it, it strikes the palate exactly where it needs to be. So, uh, and it's clean. That's the other thing is, is a lot of times you'll get... Uh, With a double IPA, you'll find things, you know, either fermentation's not right or they try and overcompensate with uh, overhopping. This, balance, deliciousness, and we're hanging out here at, uh, can I, can I? Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention, we
0: are, we are broadcasting, not broadcasting, but recording at Thistle Draft Shop in Spring, Texas. If you've ever been here, you should come by here. What the heck's wrong with you? Excellent, excellent beers, always on tap, and and an amazing kitchen. They have, a, they have a burger here. It's a, it's a burger with tater tots. Yeah. And it used to be kind of an off-the-menu item that you couldn't always get. And every time i come in here, I was like, you guys have a tater, bu- tater tots burger, any chance? And it was always no. But now it's a permanent menu item, and you should, you should have it. But before we move on from that... How many ounces of that double-down double, di- double down IPA were you served today, Chad? That is a 10-ounce pour. That's yeah, a 10-ounce pour. A proper, That's right.
1: Proper 10-ounce pour. Yeah. Um, it just, but uh, apparently the 10-ounce glasses were dirty. They the ran out. Year. They ran they out ran because, because, because it's
0: I, I came earlier in the day, and I drank all the 10-ounce pours they had. Right. So they had to start serving in 16-ounce glasses. Right, and since they don't <laughs> yeah.
1: know how to measure 10 ounces in a 16-ounce glass, they just filled it.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, no I mean, it's a, it's a happy mistake for sure. Hashtag winning. I feel exactly. bad for you,
1: Chad. It's bad for me. I didn't know you invited my mom to the show. Shut up! No, just kidding. You're getting it spanking, so, young man. Actually, that wouldn't be my mom. That would be my mother-in-law. It's like, you know you shouldn't do that. My mom would never say that. My mom's too sweet, and she loves me. She bore me into this world, and she allowed me. She's like, all right, look, if you want to do beer for the rest of your life, I'm disappointed. No, no. She actually, my mom supports me, even though she doesn't drink beer. It's wonderful. So does my mother-in-law. Hey,
0: me and your, your your mom and my mom have something in common. What? Don't drink. Yeah, they don't drink, but they support everything that we do. I love it. Yeah, amazing moms. Kent, what are you drinking today, buddy? Uh, Knuckleball from Texas League. Oh man, we it, just it's did an a, awesome brew. I love it. It's one of the best uh, one of the best box in uh, in Houston right now, man. And we just did an episode with. Uh, with Jeremy uh, a few weeks ago from Texas or Good stuff. Good
2: choice. I need to make it back out there. I've been once, and they were about to close. I got to have one beer. Yeah. It was a couple of years ago. I want to go back and hang out. I've heard great things about the place.
0: They have a really good hazy double on right now also with Citra and Idaho 7. You need to try that. It's, it's one of the best in Houston for sure. And I'm drinking. This is my third one. Booze. <laughs> Pretty much Not not my third one today So we're we're I'm drinking the uh, the Old fashioned barley wine Booze. From St. Arnold 13% Had one last week My wife bought me one for my birthday yesterday And now I'm having one today And it is Just amazing
1: Yeah we're five minutes into this podcast And here's what's going to happen Kent's going to take over in a minute Because uh, yeah, Leo's halfway to everywhere. He's on the, uh, the old-fashioned. This
0: is my fourth beer in the last couple of hours, so yeah. Okay. I'm probably going to take a little bit of a little break after this one. Pump the brakes? Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. If they have Bud Light here, they don't. Um, <laughs> then I'll try that. Yeah, I know. Ask yeah. for a
1: frosted glass. What kind of beer place is this? <laughs>
2: well, I have to take over. I will.
1: Oh, Leo, wow.
0: step aside. I got this. Okay.
1: All right. <laughs> all of a sudden, he's looking I at Leo that. like, "Yeah, your check engine's lights on. move, move now." <laughs> oh
0: man, please don't remind me about check engine lights. My my truck two weeks ago had the check engine light on, and it was an expensive check engine light. And that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, cuts you into your beer fund. Do you have anything to say about that?
1: Uh, I was just going to say, anytime. Well, I, I I owned two Jeeps. I now own one Jeep, and anytime the check engine light comes on, I'm like, dang it. That's beer I can't buy this month. That's
0: right. That's right. But if you work for a brewery, it uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that. It just means that you're just drinking beer from that brewery. That Maybe. is true. That is true. Maybe. At least that's the case for me. I, w- I haven't been missing out on beer, fortunately. Yeah. Gifts and free beer from breweries I work for. Um, so, Chad. <laughs> Weird segue coming off of that. Hey,
1: hey, Chad. We were talking about free beer. Hey, is yeah, it yeah. your turn to
0: buy a round? Yeah, right. That's uh, brought you on my show. It's your turn to buy. Yeah. Hey, hey, Gary, We need a beer. No. So, Chad, why did you get into beer?
1: Um, or what
0: was like? What was? What's the? What's the Chad craft beer origin story? What was your first one? Oh, geez. What inspired you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's so many. Different do we little... have?
0: Do we have enough airtime? Yeah, we do.
1: All right. So I'll give. I'll give you three pieces of the story. and You can go ahead and ask for the connecting dots. Okay. So the first. The first piece of the story was, uh, whenever I. Uh, I was working for a Caterpillar. And I was wor- and a lot of the salespeople would go out for. I was in sales and so working for Caterpillar, we'd go out for expensive steak dinners and we go to fancy, fancy bars and all this and drink fancy cocktails and, uh, participate in other extracurricular, you know what I'm saying? Activities with the expense accounts. And I said, ah, you know, I want to know part of that. Um, so I, I found out about this thing called brew pubs. I was like, what the heck's this? This is late 1990s, early two thousands. And there were only 500 breweries in the country at the time. And I go and I go check these things out. And, uh, I'd, I'd roll into a brewery or a brew pub, and it'd be you know we'd be in there for dinner. And we'd be like one of eight people in the whole place, and nobody knew nobody knew what these things were. And I'd say, "Hey, is the brewer here?" Like, why is there a problem? No, I just want to <laughs> just want to talk to the guy. Self conscious, right? are like, what? Yeah, yeah. What's the matter? And and then they go tell the brewer, there's a customer who wants to talk to you. And he'd be like, huh? Really? Oh, my gosh. Hey, quick. Let me, let me comb my hair. And they would run out and he's like, oh, yes, Mr. Customer. Hi, how are you? And, you know, this is, you know, now there's 8,800 breweries in the country. And it's like, customer wants to talk to you. It's like, all right, uh, you, know, I'll, you know, I'll be out there in a minute. And I'm not just, I'm not picking on brewers. What I'm saying is, is back then it was new and nobody was asking to talk to the brewery. You know, there's, people just assumed that beer, you know, today people just assume there's good beer everywhere. Back then, nobody even knew what good beer was. And I had ideas, I, or excuse me, I had questions, and I wanted to have my head filled with ideas. And so I would ask these questions, and they would sit there for hours and just fill me with beer. And I get the taste of the different stages. They're like, hey, you want to try something cool? We're going to go get something off the bright tank. And I'd be like, Cool. What's a
0: bright tank? <laughs> awesome.
1: And so I learned. Slowly. It was
0: really shiny, I bet.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what okay, it was. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so it's not a bright tank. <laughs> so anyway, it is kind of, but not really. Anyway, <laughs> it makes the beer pretty. It does. And, uh, I, so uh, after years, 10 years of doing this and learning, a uh, bunch of people said, and this is the second defining moment, when people said, uh, Chad, if you knew as much about forklifts and material handling equipment is you knew about beer. We'd all be rich because I was always talking about beer and I just got excited about it. And then finally, my last moment was is when I was the VP of sales and marketing for an oil and gas company and I was invited to be successful elsewhere I was fired. Okay. That's what that means. Okay. All right. That's what that means. All right. But, but you know, the HR in you says, Oh, we're, we'd like to invite you to be successful elsewhere. Well, we, we, we'd like to ask you to not come in anymore and we're going to go ahead and stop paying you.
0: Wait, wait, I want to know, did, did they really say that to you? No, they fired no. me. No, 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 no. They,
1: no, no. they said, they, they said, Chad, we're, we're, we're choosing to no longer continue your employment. And I went, man, all right, now i got to buy my own beer. No, I'm kidding. I was Because I, I was using the expensive... Well,
0: forklifts kitchen. and backhoes are no, no, nowhere no. near as fun as beer, right? Oh, uh, neither is oil and gas
1: industry or, or the corrosion industry or right. any of the other stuff, but beer. And so then uh, I guess you, the fourth one was is somebody actually paid me to talk about beer. And that's when it clicked. And I was like, I, I got some. I actually called my wife after the first time I got paid to talk about beer. And I called my wife and I said, honey, something big happened today. This this is going to turn into something big and it did it just grew
0: that's awesome man it's a great it's a great story that's a great story and we so we're, we're like i said earlier we're at thistle draft shop and if you hear noise in the background that's because we're in an enclosed room and sometimes the door opens <laughs> and the door's about to open so we'll see we'll see if there's extra noise we apologize for that so chad so what was that what was that brew pub, do you do you recall
1: um, well, there were a lot of them. I was, I was living in Michigan at the time, and I would travel okay. to Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, um, Minnesota. I was Wisconsin, and I was visiting a lot of brew pubs. But uh, there was one brew pub that blew my mind and changed my, uh, my perspective on craft beer forever, and it was the Bluegrass Brewing Company in Louisville, Kentucky. And by the way, it's Louisville. It is Louisville. That's how you pronounce the capital I had a brief of stint. Kentucky, Louisville. I no, a, it's not. It's Frankfurt. The capital is Frankfurt, people. Come on. I had a brief it's stint in the Army.
0: No, no it's not Louis- Louisville or Louisville. <laughs> no, it's Louisville. <laughs> I had a brief stint in the Army. I won't speak too much about that. Obviously, it didn't really pan out, but, but I was at Fort Knox for basic training. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was, when I was going, one of the guys said, make sure you never say, Louisville or Louisville it's Louisville Louisville that's right yep. so if you ever go don't 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 stick out like a like a tourist say Louisville Louisville slogan. oh man there it is but I was <coughs> talking over it I was talking about I the tried you said to burp
1: into the, if, if, if I had to burp burp into the microphone <laughs> okay so <laughs> earlier
0: before did my lip flap before we started the show <laughs> I asked I asked Kent and Chad that if they had a good burp coming to re- to put it right on the mic because I need one for for B roll, but I talked I, I was talking over both of those. So okay so all right so the next that, one if you have one coming, hold up your finger and I will show and the he'll fuck pull up. it. Okay, got <laughs> it. He's gonna pull our finger for a burp. So I was at
1: Bluegrass Brewing Company and yeah. uh, and I would, and I was baptized into a, a three different actually four things. One, I took my boss with me who said. This is some dumpy brew pub. We're going to drink this crap and we're going to go blind because, you know, the whole moonshine going blind thing is yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they yeah. make their own. So I, I convinced him, though, because they had amazing food and amazing beer. And of course, all he wanted was Miller Lite, Miller Lite, Miller Lite. Well, we found something comparable because, of course, they didn't have Miller Lite. And he, he fell in love with this quote unquote dumpy brew pub. And the second thing that happened was I was introduced to something called mead, never even heard of it. And they had a mead. And then angels sang. And they said, have you had our barley wine? And I went, oh, what the hell is barley wine? And they said, you got to try it. And I opened a bottle of barley wine. And then my life changed forever. And then, wait. Wait. It's the Bluegrass Brewing Company. It was open jam night, and people came in with banjos and guitars and stand-up basses and everything else and just started jamming, and I fell in love with bluegrass music. So bluegrass music, barley wine, mead, and I convinced my boss that craft beer was a real thing, and Bluegrass Brewing Company is forever on my heart.
0: That's amazing, Chad. So, like, it's incredible to me that you fell in love with craft beer after trying a barley wine. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, that's...
1: That's the one that sealed the deal. I mean, that was—I right. was already in love with it, but that one is like, all right, I ain't cheating on you. All right, somebody's gonna come out with a seltzer someday, and I am not drinking that.
0: <laughs> Imagine if that barley wine had been a seltzer. Where would we be today? We might not be here today. I know. Maybe, I know. I'd be
1: wearing skinny pants and a fedora <laughs> instead of this brewer's shirt and comfortable comfortable shorts and comfortable shoes. Yeah, people look at me all the time. It's like, are you a cartoon character? Because you wear the same outfit everywhere you go. It's like, I'm comfortable. Leave That's me it. alone.
0: That's all that matters is being comfortable. <laughs> so, Chad, what would you say is your favorite beer that you've had in your entire life?
1: Ouch. Man, I've had so many. Um, yeah. I, so for me, beer is more about the experience because I think great experiences, great people, can make beer taste better, and great stories absolutely make. I agree with that. Beer taste better. Um, uh, when I was in Belgium, and I and I got to saber a bottle of Deus. It's a forty dollars bottle of beer. I got to saber it with the family saber with the patriarch of the family uh, who owned the brewery, and I. That that was the greatest tasting deus I've ever had in my life. Um, w- drinking a quack a Belgian Belgian uh, specialty ale I on a quack carriage going through the streets of Brussels was amazing. Um, drinking, um, oh my goodness, uh, that first barley wine at, at Bluegrass Brewing Company yeah. and changing my whole my whole mind going to the Grand Rapids Brewing Company the original Grand Rapids well sorry it would be technically the second generation because the original was early 1900s I wasn't born yet <laughs> um, but the re- the rebirth during the 1990s that first craft beer at the Grand Rapids Brewing Company when I was living there and and I think it was probably an amber or brown ale and I just went it doesn't taste like Molson. What the heck? You know, well, I lived in Michigan, and so you know we drank fancy. It's like, oh well, you know we can get that fancy import beer, but we don't need a Heineken. We've got our own. We've got Molson and Labatt. Thank you very much. You know, you can have your, uh, you can have your green bottles. Uh, I, you know, my favorite. Uh, oh, sitting at Founders Brewing Company with Mike Stevens, the original founder of Founders. Back when it was called the Canal Street Brewing Company, and they were making 300 barrels a year. Yeah. In and, and the little tiny tap room. Yeah, That's this, is, this is wild. 300 barrels. 300 barrels. This is 1997. I was sitting there, and he hands me this beer called, um, uh, oh, it was, oh, what was it? It was the, it was the precursor to uh, Dirty Bastard Scotch Ale. Um, Bad Habit. It was called Bad Habit Scotch Ale. And I, I still have a bottle of it. And had, it says Bad Habit on it. And it says Bad Habit on it. It's the original Scotch Ale from Founders back when it was the Canal Street Brew. That's incredible. Room. And I just, I, I was like, this is so delicious. And I loved it. So, I mean, there's so many different experiences. The first time I had a Kolsch in a, in a proper Stunga, which is mm-hmm. how you pronounce mm-hmm. the name of the glass that you serve a Kolsch in. It just, it, it, the flavors are amazing. The first time, the first time and the second time, I had a Sam Adams Triple Box. I'll share that story really quick. The first time I had it, I was like, you got Sam Adams triple bock? No way. I don't care how much it costs. Bring it to me. And then I realized I was on a budget. And I'm like, wait, how much is it? And they were like, it's $30. I'm like,
0: For a pint? Right? Or, or <laughs> for okay. an
1: eight-ounce bottle. An eight-ounce And this is, this is back early wow. 2000s. And I yeah. went, screw it. I'm going to go ahead and drink it. I don't care. And I drank it. And everybody looked at me like I was crazy because everybody said it, t- it smelled like b- maple syrup had gone bad. And then the second time I had it was a, a friend of mine named Mario, who is a great friend of the show and uh, just a beer advocate uh, here in Houston. And he said he had. Are you a... are talking
0: about Mario, the likes to wear the orange colored shirts. I'm
1: talking about Mario, the guy who uh, wears. Uh, actually, he's 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 a pro golfer. He's just not getting paid for it. Yeah, um, <laughs> because he's a he's an excellent golfer. Yes.
2: It's not Mario anymore. Oh, it's my hero.
1: Oh, my hero. Oh, wow. That's pretty awesome. But I mention Mario a lot because he's a fan of the show, and he's also a great ambassador for craft beer. the first time he told me he had a bottle of Sam Adams Triple Bock, I was like, oh. And I kept this to myself. I just kept it inside. I told him this tonight. I was like, that's cute. He thinks he knows what he's talking about. And then he actually produced the bottle. I was like, holy crap, he actually knows what he's talking about. And then he pulls that bottle out, and I don't know. The, beer, the bottle was like 19 years old, and we opened it up, and, I, and we drank it together, and I was like, man. How was it? It wasn't great, but you know what the camaraderie was. Yeah, (laughs) and that's why I say beer, great people, and great conversation and great experiences make beer taste better. It does.
0: I totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. You know, oftentimes you'll have a beer that's that's fantastic, but it's under the not so great circumstances. But it's always the ones that you have with good friends or around a good memory that you'll always remember. Thanks for sharing that, Chad we go ahead go ahead
1: Oh, i was gonna say it steel reserve with my uncle kevin rest in peace (laughs) oh my gosh yeah steel reserve malt (laughs) liquor like that is some terrible stuff but you know what when i when when i drank it with him it was it
2: was the thing
0: kent you have something to add
2: well i did when i held my hand up you just had your oh he was gonna you had your hand
0: up five seconds ago i had (laughs) you can't hold on to a burp that long come on buddy no Right. I'll work another one up. Don't worry. Okay. So <laughs> I love it. The goal of the show is to get a really good burp for B-roll. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll get one on the next segment. So we're gonna take. Of getting a getting going get one. We're pretty much all empty on beer, so we're gonna go uh, grab another beer and we'll be right back. See you soon.
3: Welcome back, everybody, to
0: Episode 9. This is Segment 2 of the Texas Beer Experience Podcast with Chad Pilbame. And we have a new guest for Segment 2. We have Mario Ortiz, who's a legendary beer drinker here in Houston. Or really just in Texas, probably. Yeah? Would you yes, say that's, I'm going to say Texas. Accurate? Yes. Yeah. Uh,
2: yep. I've okay. actually visited uh, just right around 200 breweries in the state in the last couple of years. Oh, wow. And uh, kind of got into shooting courthouses take pictures of courthouses old courthouses oh when you said
0: shooting courthouses i thought no 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 i shoot really, pictures. i it was really bad
1: terrorist. why do i have introduce- a terrorist on it's my like show. all of a sudden dude on a, the fbi is listening to this podcast <laughs> right now and they are they're swarming and swats coming through at thistle draft
2: so again my name's chad bill B- pilvin P- P- <laughs> and i <laughs> So, no, yeah, I, I actually photograph old courthouses and getting into some of those uh, old cities. Uh, really, astound. it's great because there's little breweries in there. The people are, but uh, you'd meet the nicest people drinking beer. You really yeah, you do. Really do.
0: You, you really do. You really do. cool that you do that, Mario. So, the two most, the, the most beautiful courthouses I've seen in small towns here in Texas are Georgetown.
2: Georgetown's nice. Georgetown's really nice. They, they tout themselves as the uh, prettiest Town Square in Texas. I, I, think I, I don't would believe agree
0: with it, that. but uh, and then and then also Alpine. Have you been to the Alpine courthouse? Actually, I have. Yeah, so I have a Rooster couple. F- County.
2: Yeah. Yep, absolutely. So I would only tell you to make your way up to. Uh, there's a couple of them you got to see. Which, by the way. With these courthouses, go great bars uh, and breweries right in the town square uh, on the uh, in in these places. So one get up to Waxahachie. That's a beautiful courthouse. It's a 1882 uh, Gordon uh, design, and it's just it's native material. Beautiful courthouse. But uh, how do you spell there's, that? that is Wax. Wack- <laughs> Chad's going to uh, spell that out for us here in a second. Yeah. So uh, there's yeah that and uh, boy, if you're on your way around uh, Taylor. T
1: A Y L E R.
2: T A I? T A Y L O -O R. Um, Either way. But not only do they have great barbecue, but uh, boy. You yeah. have, uh, yeah, you've got some great course, a uh, great uh, town square. Really? So, so I've been, yeah, yeah, there, I've been to, the,
0: I've been for barbecue in Taylor, but I'll now, tell you I what, you go, um,
2: yeah. like I said, you you find the greatest places uh, just wandering around Texas, and it's a great place to wander around. Um, just a quick plug, greatest, one of my favorites, Dodging Duck, Bernie, Texas, uh, absolutely great place, great environment, atmosphere is great, and uh, boy, those guys know what they're doing. There's some great beer there, there really is.
0: So, would you say that's the best combination of beer and courthouse? No, I would not. No? No. What would you say would be the best one?
2: Boy, that's a really tough one. That really is. Thank you for... uh, Thanks for stumping me. You will get a uh, photographed autograph or an autographed
0: photograph. Your choice. I'll take both if that's okay.
1: (laughs) The problem is you put Mario on the spot and he doesn't want to give the wrong answer because...
0: There, I don't think there is a wrong answer, but except, but, except he's but, very specific,
1: and But he, the he thing knows. is, is
0: that we now we have to go out and explore these uh, these courthouses and, and beers, and and that sounds like a that sounds like a, a blog post. Best courthouse and beer combination in Texas.
2: You know what? How blessed we are in this state, because oh, yeah. when you you know you pick out a day trip and you can go on just a little wander, whether it's out to uh, Bastrop. Which uh, bash drop you get the double dip. You get the uh, you, you yeah. get the old courthouse, and you get the old prison that goes with it, and you've got Six O Two Brewery right there on Main Street. So um, that's a great right. little day trip.
0: And then you also got the location of the filming of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
2: You absolutely do. That's right.
0: Yeah, that's that. That might be the best one. That, just because of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It all comes to together
2: show. with beer, doesn't it, Chad? I don't
1: know. Smithville has Hope Floats. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs>
1: they don't have any beer so, there, but they have Hope Floats.
0: Unfortunately, unfortunately, Chad can no longer continue on the show, uh, so all we'll have to say goodbye to Chad. See, all good I know, luck in Michigan, all buddy. All I
1: know is I rolled through there one time. <laughs> and I was like, what's there to do in Smithville? And there was a brochure that said, here's 111 things to do or 101 things to do in Smithville. and. I think forty-seven of them involved the park. <laughs> I was like, walk in the park, walk your dog in the park, go sit in the park, enjoy, read a book in the park, look, admire the statues in the park.
0: Like, oh my God! I was oh, all I, and I, I know, was all for
2: that still, until yeah. I seen the no alcohol allowed in the park. Oh yeah, right. Like, that second. kind of turned me well, off. That's
0: always a, that's that's always yeah a, a blank, a, a, an X on that one. For no alcohol in the park.
1: Yeah, that that ain't right. That ain't right. Somebody's got to change that law. Hey, you know, since the governor's lifting all the laws on all the other stuff, hey, why don't you work on the rest of those? I mean, because let's just be honest. Meanwhile, technically, if I walk over to my neighbor's house with a beer, with an open beer, I'm breaking the law. Is that right? Yeah, you can't have an open container in public. And when you walk out over, when you walk outside, once you leave your property, oh, yeah, you're
0: breaking the law. What if you're in your front yard? No, you're good. Good in the front yard. Yeah. Okay, then I'm. good. You're good in then. the backyard too. Because all my all my beer drinking neighbors are all interconnected. Then yeah. ne- nobody's across the street, so I'm good. But if if I have a good beer drinking buddy that moves across the street, oh, you're hosed, dude. You know? You're so
1: screwed. Shit. Yeah, you're done, dude. 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 Speaking of SWAT, yeah, I mean Mario's over here shooting up courthouses.
0: You're drinking across the street. It's all hell. It's <laughs>
1: pandemonium breaking loose. <laughs>
0: So, you've had a chance to listen to Chad. If you've never listened to Chad, he's one of the best voices for beer. And he has a great show with his buddy, James Simpson, who maybe one day, if James is listening, we'll have, he'll be on the show sometime at some point.
1: You're name-dropping James now? Yeah, right. I know I know that guy. Well, I mean, he, f- he only founded What's on Tap Radio, so I guess we can name-drop that guy. Yeah, yeah.
2: The no yeah, label name-drop.
1: Yeah. Name drop. yeah. Oh, oh, look at this, man. He's, <laughs> he's plugging the sponsors. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> speaking of sponsors, I don't have any. What the, <laughs> what's
1: up with that? I was going to say, sponsors of my show, sorry. Hey, Mario, hold back on that one. <laughs> you know, Leo's still getting started. He's on episode nine. Episode it, nine. Give this, him a minute.
0: Yeah, everybody I reached out to for sponsors like, how many episodes have you done? What? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. So
2: I'm sitting across the table checking out Leo dressed from head to toe in Galveston Island Brewing okay. Company swag saying, out. I don't have any sponsors.
0: The secret's out. I no longer work for BackP. I work for Galveston Island. Yeah, well, so yeah, it was out when you posted it. <laughs> yeah, well, if, but there may be other people that are not my friends on Facebook.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah. All right.
0: But maybe there isn't. Yeah. Who knows? Well, yeah,
1: and on your birthday, no less. And you know what? This, this is the best part for your birthday. He got two shirts and a hat.
0: I did. <laughs> and all of them say Galveston Island.
1: <laughs> and it was on the same true. day, his first day of employment. Oh, yep. by the way, he spent his birthday... At the brewery, I did. It was
0: a, one of the best birthdays I've ever had. I don't
1: know how that all worked out. It's just what a coincidence. It's just amazing.
2: Let me help you out here, Leo. This podcast brought to you by Kelvin Island Brewing Company.
0: There it is. There you go. We got it. There it was. We got it. Like just you, and I feel like you waited right when Mario finished. And you let it go. It was perfect. Timing's everything. Thank you, Chad. B roll. <laughs> That's why I get paid the big bucks
1: here. You know what? I think somebody bought me a beer, and hey, you know what? That's why
0: he has all those sponsors. No, no, I was going to say I'm my unemployed (laughs) budget right here, you know, because when
1: I move, I I know we haven't talked about this, but I am moving north. That does not mean, and I want to get this out here. I want to be very clear. I am not abandoning the show, What's on Tap Radio. I'm not abandoning the Houston beer scene. I will absolutely be uh, endorsing it, promoting it, and – helping uh, make sure that people know that Houston and even Texas is a craft beer destination. Everybody knows that Michigan's got great. And that's where I'm moving. Michigan has a great beer scene. It's phenomenal. I mean, almost 400 breweries. It's just, it, it, it's awesome. But, and everybody knows the big and the big players. But the people there, they look for destinations. And I will be an advocate for Texas breweries.
0: We appreciate that, Chad. And we're going to miss you, buddy. But there's rumors that he may come back for little visits here and there. Is that true?
1: That is very true. Uh, I will be making uh, quite a few visits because James and I, when when we do the show, and we and, and you know we talk about sponsors, but really we're, we're partners with the people that we work with because we advocate for the craft beer industry, and the you know, stories we do, they're they're relevant we, to to both drinkers and people who work in the industry, and. I don't think you can do a great job of that unless you're out in the market. And let's just be honest: what's on tap radio has a you know seven, eight years now. Oh my gosh, eight years on the air, and uh, I don't know how many episodes, but um,
0: too many to count.
1: Do the right, right, yeah. exactly. But with with that, uh, y- you have to you have to kind of you know, get out in, in the market in in different markets and ex- if you want to expand. But our we know our heart. Is right here in Texas. I mean, that's where the show's founded. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter if uh, you uh, if you continue to grow it. You got to go back to your roots, and, and you got to come back, and you got to say hi to the people that got you. You know, people that brought you to the dance. Houston, Texas, brought what's on tap radio to the dance. Texas craft beer scene embraced us, and then from there it just grew and grew and grew, and So we're grateful to everybody who's done that, and and, and grateful to everybody who's supporting your show. Because you know, what is it? You know, and I'm terrible with this cliche, but is it "rising tides raise all ships" or something like that?
0: I think, I think, I think something like that. So
1: yeah, yeah, so I mean, if 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 the industry does well, you do well, we do well. Our buddy John Denman does well. Yeah, yeah. Josh Stewart does well. We we want to see success in, in, in the industry. Because you know that's part of the reason I'm here. It's like, hey, dude, I've known you a long time. You're great people. You're an advocate for Texas beer. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna hang out with you any chance I get. You invited me on.
0: Thank you. I had to. I, oh, I, you so had. Oh, you had to. No, no, I, I felt. No, <laughs> no. And when I say I felt obligated, it wasn't because I felt any kind of pressure from Chad. It's because Chad's such a good dude, oh. and and he's given me some great advice and been a great friend over the years. And and honestly, I. I'm going to miss a guy. I'm going to miss misty-eyed him. I'm getting
1: eyed here now.
0: <laughs> oh
1: I know. Oh, man. It's 100%
0: true. I think Leo's if you ever looking. met Chad, if you ever get to meet Chad, he's a <gasps> good dude. I, I told myself I wouldn't cry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Mario. Anyway, Leo's just looking for that invite. He's like, man, I want to check out those Michigan breweries.
0: All right, you got an invite. You're all right. You're right. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, wife, my wife grew up in Michigan. Really? Yeah. She uh, so she was born in Austin, but she grew up in Lansing. Okay. And uh, right. she went up there for a vacation a few we- a few years ago with her parents, um, and she brought me back some really great beers. One of them, which you can now find find locally, is uh, is is a Dragon's Milk. Yes. So right.
1: so so New Holland Brewing Company. New Holland, yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, that brewery is seven minutes door to door. From my in-laws' driveway, really? Oh, yeah, I can pull out of my in-laws' driveway, and I can be there in seven minutes. Well, when
0: you come back to Houston, you're gonna have to bring me something that we can't get here, Chad. They
1: make some pretty amazing stuff. By the way, I, I just, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this. You know who else is from Michigan? Who? Mario.
0: What? They—they <laughs> they let somebody named
2: Ortiz in Ooh. Michigan? Once again, Chad <laughs> speaks the truth. They didn't have to let me in. I was born
0: there. Oh, oh, you were born there. Right? I was yeah, born there. He's okay. a mi- yeah. And yeah. there began my beer journey. Sorry for the racist comment. I apologize <laughs> for that. I apologize for that. Yeah, that was wrong. You are so not woke. <laughs> we are probably going to edit that out of the show.
1: Very
2: likely. And as everything yeah. comes around, there began my beer journey, driving across the uh, bridge or the Windsor Tunnel every yep. Friday for Canadian beer. Right. Yeah.
1: Because uh, drinking age was 19. And was the beer, it really? 19? And the beer was a lot better. Yeah. And there was a much
2: favorable exchange for the American dollar to the Canadian at the time.
1: Oh, if you brought American currency over there and you were 19... You were gold.
0: You were... You were like a king, right? Oh, yeah.
1: I've got $10 American and I'm 19 years old. Yeah. And next thing you know... you Straight to the shower room. I was going to say, you come... (laughs) you you come back from the Windsor ballet hammers and next thing, and there's a guy at the border and he's looking at you and he says american citizens like what do you think is like of course you're 19 and you're broke that's, well that's, i only started with 10 dollars okay get back here and start supporting our economy
0: that is true though i mean i so i was born in mexico we lived on the border for a long time and visited a, you know many for many years and you're right, man. That money, American money, goes a long yep. way when you're, when you're not in the country. Yeah. Absolutely. And I apologize for that comment earlier. <laughs> that just, it's the beer. I Yeah. I'm usually a lot more woke than that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, as you can tell, Mario is very sensitive. He, I yeah. Can tell.
0: <laughs> he pulled his knife out when I said that. Yeah. <laughs> Can you still hear me?
2: I'm all the way curled up in the corner. Is are you picking? Is the mic picking this up?
0: Hey, is, is
1: there is there an emotional support dog around that this guy can pet? <laughs> There's one right across from me. Oddly, he's wearing glasses. Now all of a sudden, Leo's <laughs> excited because now I'm the one who's not woke.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a special day. Oh, no, Chad's day. making fun
1: of people who have emotional disorders. <laughs> Here, right. hey, let's just solve it all. Let's all do some goat yoga and drink beer at a brewery, and we'll all be fine. There, that, that way we cover all bases. That
0: will that will heal all the wounds. That's for right. Sure. I'm
1: in touch with my feminine side. I'm getting some exercise. I'm petting goats and drinking beer. We've covered all the bases.
0: We sure have, haven't we?
3: <laughs> I don't know. How much more time do we have on this podcast?
1: <laughs> We've got, we got some time. Have we so, covered them all? I don't so, think so.
0: So I, I do want to ask. So, like, what's on Tap Radio? Yes. It's it's an instant, instant institution here in Texas, and you're moving to Michigan. But that you're still going to do the show. But I, wanted, I want the audience to know where they can find the show. How can they listen to it? All right. So what's on Tap
1: Radio? We are on 950 AM. We're, so people ask this all the time. So, so you know, it is it a radio? Because you call it radio. Is it a radio show? Yes, it is a radio show. So we're on 950 AM KPRC here in Houston. That's our flagship station. And you can listen to KPRC 950 on the iHeartRadio network because it's part of the iHeart family. So if you're in, I don't know, Tumbleweed, Idaho, doesn't matter. You know, whatever area code you're in, if you can get the Internet, you can listen to our show on iHeartRadio. But you can also listen. We drop the podcast the following... Day. So we're, we're on Sunday afternoons from 3 to 5 unless you're listening in Keokuk, Iowa. Believe it or not, yeah, our first affiliate right there. <laughs> we love it, man. I tell you what, man, Michael Greenwald. There's a name drop for you. Uh, Radio Keokuk 1310 KOKX. They list, they, they've got us and they carry us up there. And uh, we're on eight to ten p.m. on Sundays, but everywhere else we, we we're on podcasts wherever podcasts are. We're on iTunes, we're on iHeartRadio. we're on Spreaker, Stitcher, and I think there's some guy selling bootlegs on CD-ROM out of uh, El Camino on the Galveston seawall. So we're right down there. In fact, I saw
0: that guy the other day, my first day of work at Galveston. Right, yeah, Island. you were down yeah. there, and it was like he yeah. had he had he had a. He had like a, like a car that was emblazoned in What's On Tap Radio yep. logos. Yes. And just had a, just an immense amount of CDs. And he was drinking was Tiki
1: Wheat from Galveston yeah, Island. And right. I was like, they don't sponsor us, but that's cool because I like those guys over at Galveston <laughs> Island. It was all good. <laughs> and yeah, so that's how you can find us. So if you just – the, the thing I got I to gotta say this, and James, James I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to just go ahead and say this. After eight years on the air, one of the most frustrating things with What's On Tap Radio – is that everybody's like, cool, you're, uh, you're uh, what's on tap. All right, cool, I'll go Google you. I'm like, Don't do that, don't do it, because you go Google what's on tap, and guess what you get? 9,000 searches for what's on tap at this bar, or that bar, or this bar, and then like, gotta use the word radio. And by the way, if you don't include radio, oh man, it's like, I can't find you guys, are you sure you're a real radio show? Yes. What's on tap radio? What's on tap radio? What's on tap radio? Thank you very much, Mario. Do radio. me a favor.
0: Do me a favor and just Google Chad Pillbeam. That'd that, probably be the best thing to do. That Google. works too. Yeah.
1: And then everybody goes, all right, P H I L. I'm like, that is not how you spell Pillbeam. <laughs> uh, did you say Philbin? No, I am not related to Regis, okay? It is pill Beam. all right? You know, one L. You know, one L. You know what's even easier? James Simpson. Yes, you can't screw that one up.
0: But ha- is, is there is there no other famous James Simpson other than James Simpson? Well,
1: I was I was just thinking if you just do, do James Simpson and beer or James Simpson what's on tap,
0: boom, there it is. Boom.
1: People yeah. will actually do that instead of googling what's on tap radio, just one word r a d i o. They'll go what's on tap James Simpson. Oh, yeah, there it is. It's, like, amazing. And, and if you tell them my name, like Chad Pilbeam, and they're like, yeah, I can't find you.
0: What happens if you do, what's on tap, Homer Simpson? <laughs> oh.
1: Wow. Uh, you know what? Oh. This, uh, this sounds, we are the good oh, things oh. in life, fattening. You, you 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 just teed Mario up because he could do every voice from The Simpsons. Is that right? Yeah, it's pretty close.
0: That might he's
1: be. Got, he, he's got Barney down really well. Hey hey, did you bring a keg? <laughs> yeah, where could I fill it? <laughs> All right, see there. Like I said, see, I just teed him up perfectly. Oh, man. Yeah, so what's on tap radio? What's on tap radio? What's on tap radio?
2: Somewhere, Philip Marconi is uh, rolling over in his grave for all that just can't spell radio.
1: And, Philip Marconi, I told you I made this comment off air. I said, He's gonna make a Dennis Miller reference that nobody understands because nobody knows who the hell Philip Marconi is. Way to go! You lived so up. So,
0: segment three, we're gonna lead off with who yes. the hell is Philip Marconi?
1: Oh well, that'll be exciting.
0: Stay <laughs> tuned for that. We'll be back. I can't wait for, for segment three.
1: Yeah. Cheers. Hold, hold on tight. It's Philip Marconi. <laughs>
0: All right, we're back to segment 3 of episode 9 of the Texas Beer Experience podcast with Chad Billbeam. Chad Billbeam. There's wow. that double IPA that's kicking double in right there. Yep. I'm doing great. Yep. Chad Billbeam. I don't know his name is. Yeah,
1: P H I L. No, that's not how you spell it.
0: Chad Pillbeam nailed it. And and unfortunately, Mario had to leave. He had to go on an emergency shoot. For a uh, for a, a courthouse br- for a brand new courthouse that just <laughs> went up <laughs> down the street, so uh, he was like, "Shit, I gotta get on this." F-
1: FBI rolled in like we heard you were shooting courthouses. We ran. By the way, he did tell me though that Marconi, who he was he was mentioning before, um, and I was like, "I don't know who this Marconi is." Uh, he invented the Model T in the assembly line, so that's who. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: well, yeah, that makes sense. That that's the perfect. Yeah. Perfect content for a beer radio show. Oh wait, or maybe, a beer podcast. Wait a minute, hold on a
1: second, hold on a second. I got the wrong guy. That was no, 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 no. No, he was not. He was not Henry Ford's cousin. No, actually, he invented radio. So
0: he invented radio. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks, Phil. I appreciate that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Phil Marconi. We wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for Phil free. Marconi. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We anyway. got, so
0: next time we see Mario, we gotta we gotta give him a hug and thank him for that. Yeah, that's right. For that for that for that name. The
1: Dennis Miller yeah. reference that everybody had to Google. <laughs> I love it, but hey, he was right. He was he right. Knew what he was talking. Mario's usually right. Right. I, he's. I'm telling you right now. If he, if you ever get into a debate with Mario and he says, "Let me tell you something," and you're like, "I don't think so," like you just lost a beer. Okay. I'm just gonna tell you right now. He doesn't enter into a debate unless he knows he's got it. Yeah. So he's quiet whenever he doesn't know, but when he does. He speaks. It's like, oh, crap.
0: I want to play poker against this guy. <laughs> it sounds like a challenge.
1: <laughs> it sounds like you're losing money. <laughs> it sounds like it.
0: It does. Hey, so we do have somebody else on the show. Her name is Jamie Thomas. She's a good friend. And she works for Full Clip. No, the I do not. Is. No, I'm I sorry. I do not. Those this, are the these IPA, are, IPA These are beers again. talking again. I Jeez, met her. Oh, my gosh. Leo. Beer is She works bad. for
1: Anheuser-Busch.
0: I work that's right.
3: <laughs> I do not.
0: She brought, <laughs> I will never. She brought us a case of Bud Light. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh,
3: <laughs> I did. Man.
1: That's right. In case the building catches right. on fire, we can put it out. So
0: that's the new sponsor. <laughs> new, new, that's, so she, she came on because uh, she want, they, they wanted to sponsor the show, and- uh, so yeah, thanks, Jamie. So you're so welcome. I'm so I'm I'm really terrible. I'm Jamie, bearded fox. fox bearded I, I apologize fox. for that. Jamie is a rep for Bearded Fox here in Houston. They have a great beer called Mama Rose. Right? Aunt, Rose. Aunt Rose. Aunt Rose.
1: There's a double. That double IP IPA. IPA. Oh, it's you right. know what it is. It's that. Why it's don't that you beer just let me talk, Leo. Mama Rose goes. <laughs> Mama Ro- Mama Rosa and Aunt Rose are Aunt
0: two, Aunt Rose. Two, two totally two different, different. different. So Jamie, um, I'm going to mute my mic. And that I'm would just, be
3: fabulous.
0: I'm just going to let you talk.
3: Okay, I'll talk about Aunt Rose because that's actually a really cool story. Yeah? Yeah, so that's the flagship beer for Bearded Fox. Kay. It is a Red Hellas lager. Uh, it's malty, really light. It's a really great intro beer for people who are getting into craft that are scared of darker beers because it's got a darker color but a really light flavor, mm. and it's delicious. Um, it is. But Aunt Rose, actually the name of that it came from... One of the very first partners, Aunt Rose, was his aunt. And she was so excited about getting the brewery started. And it's a good two-year process before you get everything signed, sealed, and and ready to deliver on that. So she unfortunately passed away before the brewery actually got open. But in her will, at the very last second, she changed... uh, part of her will to where she donated a large chunk of change to the brewery to help get it started. And she totally earned her, her way into being a name on a beer, being the flagship beer. And we're getting cans rolling out now. We are just started canning. That's right.
0: I saw the blog or the, the social media post. Yeah. That's yeah. A, So that's we awesome. are,
3: We're going to be in Whole Foods specs and H-E-Bs uh, starting in, within the next couple of weeks. Fantastic. And on the can of the Aunt Rose is a picture of Aunt Rose in her prime with her victory rolls and her little short shorts. Aww. And uh, she, and she is a very, uh, just a very cherished person to help get the brewery started. That's awesome. That's yeah. a great story. It is and a really story. I can't good wait story. to buy
0: those cans at the store.
3: I got some in the car, so yeah. I'll, I'll leave. Uh, maybe. I'll still
0: buy cans. <laughs> if you give me cans, I'm still going to buy cans. Yeah. <laughs> Support your local breweries folks for sure. So we have a few more questions for Chad because if you haven't heard he's leaving for Michigan and we're going to miss the guy. But I have I have some dumb questions and some serious questions. There are no dumb questions, so, just inquisitive idiots. Yeah 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 yeah, yeah yeah no no. I mean, no. When <laughs> I ask these questions, you you're, you're going to say that was dumb. No. I yeah. would not. No. So what's what's your favorite beer? And I feel like I've already asked you that, but why is it the Martin House beer with menthol and squid ink?
1: Okay. All right. So somebody's been, somebody's been listening to the podcast. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. First of all, um, uh, Martin House and I, we, 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 have a, we have a little bit of a, a, of a past, and, 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 and it used to be good. And then I tried squid ink, menthol, whatever the heck that beer was. And, I, and I'm telling you right now, I declared jihad on that beer. That was awful. And I'm sorry. Anything that tastes like, like I mean, honestly, I don't know what they were thinking. And I, look, I get it. If you want to make a pizza beer that tastes like pizza, it tastes like pizza. Okay. All right. Not my style. Whatever. Knock yourself out. You want to make of the, the other beers that you make that, that, that are wild and crazy and off the wall and they don't follow any style guidelines and they sell. Hey, I'm an entrepreneur. I love entrepreneurs who figure out how to make it work. And then they made Squid Ink menthol beer. And I was like, all right, look. I'm like, look, I, I I don't know what it is, but I feel like, honestly, when I drank that, I watched back-to-back NASCAR races and woke up next to Agatha, who had smoked a t- two six-packs, or excuse me, drank two six-packs of cheap beer and then smoked some Pall Malls all night. And I'm like, I don't understand. It, it was so... Menthol—it was just—it was—it was was like, it was, it was uh, offensive to the palate, and I just went, "Why?" Does it make you want to cuss, Chad? It does. (laughs) Yeah. But my kids listen to this shit. Oh wait, (laughs) dang it! Oh, there it is.
3: Fuck. Uh, uh, No, I did not say that. That was not me.
1: Listen, Catherine, that was not Dad. Okay, listen. No, I just look. Look, I I, I get. I, I understand their business model, and I totally can appreciate it. But, man, that, that menthol beer. And, by the way, uh, I want to say thanks to Beerbo Baggins, if you know who he is. Uh, Beerbo. Uh, Tom. Tom, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yep, name dropping again. That guy, he's the guy who was so kind enough to give it to me. I hate you, Tom. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's all right. That's I strong.
0: Him. That's strong for Tom. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, no, no,
1: Tom's great. But yeah. he, he's like, you got to try it. It's the worst beer I've ever had. And I was like, bullcrap. crap. And I tasted it. It's like, you're right. <laughs>
0: It, so was, it was so bad and James
1: was trying to be cool he's like we we tried it on what's on tap radio and he was tasting it and he's sitting there he's like you know uh, it's not that bad and i looked at him i mean of course this is radio and i'm looking at him like you lying pieces. you 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 can't even keep a straight face you're trying to spit it out and you're like oh uh, it's not that bad And I was like look i don't know i don't know who you know at martin house but you know what it doesn't matter because here's the thing i'm sure they've heard it before that it's not that good of a beer. Now if if there anybody out there who said this is the best beer Martin House has ever made, I want to meet that person.
0: <laughs> me too. You know why?
1: Cuz dude, me you can put cuz if they if they believe that, man, that's who I want testifying for me anytime I'm in trouble. Like if I'm shooting up a courthouse like over there Mario is like, "Hey, can you testify for me?" Yeah, hey, I can. Wait.
0: Should we call that courthouse that he's on his way to and let him know that he's coming up to shoot it?
1: Yeah, hey, no, actually, we got to find the person who likes the Martin House Squid Ink menthol beer because they can lie on the stand for him, okay? Because if you say you like it, you're
0: lying. (laughs) 100 percent that beer's terrible and i had just by the way martin house is never inviting me (laughs) i'm so out of that i've been listening to the show for a while and the last few weeks that that topic has come up a couple of times that one beer it's that one beer and it's every time i hear it i think it's hilarious yeah (laughs) i'm like why Hmm. chad yes one more dumb question we kind of touched on this earlier when we were sitting at the bar here at at thistle draft shop in spring texas who's the drunkest guest you've ever had on and you don't have to name drop, Uh, um, but maybe just give us a little bit of like content of like what they said. All
1: right. Well, I will get, I'll give you a few stories. There, there was one, there was one, man, this is so bad. I don't know how much time we have, but you probably got enough time for this content because this this is good stuff. Um, so when we were, uh, doing late night, uh, recordings of our interviews, uh, People would go out, and they would drink during the day, and then they would come, and we had one brewer with the brewery owner, and it's a Houston brewery, yep. rather newer brewery, and I'll just leave it at that, and they they, they they came in through the elevator, and they had a cooler full of their beer they pulled it and it, the wheels got caught on the elevator and they dumped and spilled the entire ice water cooler in the elevator yikes and then did they, it
0: fry the elevator no it didn't
1: okay. but we had to we had to quickly clean it up before anybody knew it was us that did it but then they came on the air and proceeded to declare that they were the sexiest brewer in Houston, and I said, "Wow, that is a bold statement." And I'm looking at James. He's like, "I got all this," and I was like, "You need to cut it." And he's like, "No
0: way." I am going to make some guesses off air. Off air. I'm going to make off some air. guesses. Yeah. So
1: we had another. Uh, we had another brewer. Uh, sorry, brewery owner, come on and he happened to drink about four of his beers in the 5 minutes it took for us to get in the door and for him to get in front of the microphone cuz he was so nervous and oh and then he pl- he threw a plug in his lip right there a big old chaw and, <laughs> and he starts talking about his brewery and then, and then he start mumbling and then and all of a sudden he just says it, and he smacks the microphone out the way. I ain't doing this. That's stupid. We're starting all over. And I'm like, no, you need to keep going. Like, I ain't doing this. I can't do this. I'm like, oh, sh-. And James like, I got all this. Just keep going. And I'm like, oh, all right, here we go. Here we go. This is good. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> let's see. What's the other? Oh, we had a... <laughs> We had another. Uh, we had another uh, very well-known brewery, very well-known for one of their uh, delicious IPAs, and they are very good friends of the show. But we did some after-hours stuff, and we just kept the mics rolling for B-roll. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! B-roll is oh, so important. And it was. Uh, oh oh my God! There's so many of these stories. And he said, he said, we're not leaving until all the beer's gone. And I looked in the cooler, and I'm like, holy sh! This guy brought. So much beer. And I and, and like, all right, we're not leaving till it's gone. And and we just left the mics on. And at the end of the night, he was just he he, he couldn't even he couldn't even stand up. And he brought his he brought his uh business partner with him and who was designated driver, which was awesome because hey, don't be a goober get an Uber, right? And this guy, he 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 pulled up and the next day he called us, he's like Best radio interview I've ever done. I was like, do you even remember what you said? He's like, nope. It was great, though. And, and then we had somebody bring in a keg of beer to the radio studio. I la-
0: like, what? Wait, la- and so you had to finish that before you could? He,
1: we had somebody bring in a keg. And he says, we're not leaving until the keg's empty. And I oh, went, shit. oh, that's what I, I said. I hope it
0: was a Slim Barrel. It
1: was a Slim. Okay, good. Yeah. and So, so it's we, only
0: 40 pints. That's not bad.
1: Yeah, 40 pints. So we started running down. the. We're, we're running up and down through the radio station like, hey, it's late night now, and we're like, "Hey, overnight, who wants a beer?" <laughs> By the way, we did not, we did not finish that keg. It did not happen. Um, but I did end up with them down at my uh, my's Vietnamese restaurant Ooh. in Midtown. Yeah. in Midtown Houston, and, and we were down there, and it's 3 a.m. and we're eating pho. And and and, and, dude, and honestly, and just, thank
3: you for saying "fa" correctly. Yes, I it is "fa." And yeah. so it was so
1: funny because after drinking as many pints as we could off that keg, and he's just sitting there <laughs> slurping the noodles. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a disaster. How are you getting home? He's like, Uber. And I'm like, yep, good call. Yep. So we've had some, we've had some fun ones. Um, but I, I can tell you this right now, everybody, everybody who's been on our show has gotten home safe, and you know we, we don't we don't like to encourage overindulging, but let 's just face it. we work in an industry right. that that fosters an environment of fun so and, and, and that doesn't mean being stupid and reckless it means controlled overindulgence because we do overindulge yes. from time to time we do we, yes. but it's do. but it's it's controlled
3: so I'm thinking yeah. that you really need to reach out to Uber to be a sponsor of the show. oh.
0: Uber, Good Lyft, lo- whoever you're talking, <laughs> Yellow Cab, whoever. If Did you're I have to tried? The show, please call me. I'd love to have you as a sponsor. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the other thing I
1: want to mention about that is is, and I know you said you got one more question, but we're gonna go. I'm just gonna answer and, and elaborate on that. The people who've come on the show, I, I've I've listened to other shows, and I've heard the same people on those shows. Mm-hmm. And when you listen to it, you're like. Yeah, that sounds like ours. <laughs> I was like, so there's a theme there and it's not, and, and the thing is is they're not reckless. They're just having a good time and it, right. and and, and yeah. they bring a designated driver. They're, they they know they they know the environment. They they're aware of their surroundings. They don't do anything illegal or reckless. It's just you know what we we live in an environment that or we work in an environment that allows us a latitude to be able to, to have a little more fun. And, you know, again, that's not an endorsement to go out and be silly and be stupid or get super drunk. It, it, but what it is is say, if you're going to do it, you know what? You're surrounded by people who will look out for you.
0: Exactly.
3: Exactly. And I think that's a big deal in the craft beer industry is that you do deal with people that are more responsible. We so, we do like to get Absolutely. silly and crazy, yeah. but we're smart about you can how we do it.
1: I, I love how you put that. It's like like a lot of people would look and say that's very irresponsible of you to do that, and it's like actually no, we're very responsible because we're very aware of the we consequences. We look out for each other. Yeah, we and yeah. we look out for each
0: other. one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, I feel like we could do one more segment because I do have one more question, and I feel like. I want to give you as much time as you want to talk about it.
1: I'm almost out of beer, so that so means I'm going to have to get another beer. That's,
0: that's that's the perfect excuse. So we'll be back for one last segment with Chad Pilbane. Come on back. segment of the show, Texas Beer Experience Experience Podcast. That's a double IPA again. That's a a damn beer again. (laughs) Episode nine. So after this episode, it'll be official. We'll be nine episodes in, and we'll be an average podcast. No,
1: no, 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 no. Well, well, you'll be average, but here's the thing. You're planning on 10 after this. This isn't the last one, is it?
0: It won't be the last one, so there will be another one for sure.
1: It's like the guy who was last at bat who hit a home run. And then they said, ah, your career's over. <laughs> it's like, no, yep. wait a minute. After nine at-bats and I hit a home run on the last one and you're going to go ahead and tell me my career's over? No. And then you get another at-bat. I got to say that this average.
0: episode has been kind of a home run. Well. And, it, and, if, and if after this episode, if I walk outside and I get struck by lightning and I, and I die, I'll be like, you know what? That was good.
1: You're gonna hang out with Jesus, say, "Hey, I did all right on that last one." I sure did. Hey, well, I'll be happy. Well, hey, I, I you know, for <laughs> me being on this side of the microphone, it's, it's a little different. Yeah. Because I, I don't really have to think. <laughs> you got, you got all these wires and plugs and I buttons do. and clocks in it's, front of you. And I'm like, it's amazing. And, and, and the crazy thing is, is I'm looking at it from the backside, and yet, I know exactly what's on the other side because I normally look at them. And I'm over here, I'm just chilling out with a beer, hanging out with Mary at Thistle Draft, and Kent's over here on Third Mike, and life's good. Yeah. By the way, have you ever eaten here?
0: I sure have. Of course
1: you have, because you remember. I ate
0: here exactly. today.
1: Exactly. I did. I got food here. And today. I
0: had to make some tough decisions today. So one of, the, one of my favorite things at Thistle Draft Shop, it used to be a hard-to-get menu item that I would request frequently and said, no, we don't have that. And, we talked about this, and, yeah, and it finally came onto the menu in the last year or a couple of months. It's the is it the Too tot to trot, Too tot to trot is a it's a hamburger, yep. with tater tots in the burger, right? And we talked about this briefly before right. before we before we came on on the uh-huh. show. And Chad does not like potatoes on his hamburger. No,
1: I would I would say yeah, I want the Too hot to trot only i want the the tot on the side yeah because in
0: other words i want i want a burger
1: with tots and tots are awesome burgers they are sure awesome are. but you put anytime you put any potato on any burger for me i'm just like it's not my thing but, hey, I understand it. I, I see people put Doritos and stuff on, on burgers, and they go nuts. And they're like, Oh, this is great. And I'm that like, sounds amazing, Chad. Yeah, exactly. I love Doritos. I love burgers. But you put the two so together. The, the
0: next burger here at Thistle Draft Shop is going to be something that has Doritos in it.
1: I don't see that happening. No? No, no, no. No? No,
0: mm-hmm.
1: no. I don't, I, don't, I don't think so. I'm
0: okay with that. They have some other great menu items. So when I said earlier I had to make some tough choices today, But w- I'm trying to lose weight, and I wanted the two tot to try. But instead, I got the Caesar salad with spicy chicken, and that was also friggin' awesome.
1: Well, hey, I don't know if yeah. you, I don't know if you checked your social media because I know you're running the show over here. But this just in: there is a uh, there is a Dorito hamburger beer coming from Martin House now, and it's available. <laughs> at, oh, sorry, did I say what? No, it's not. Oh, no, but it's just an
0: idea for hey. They're probably listening to this and thinking, oh. there it is. We know mm. the next thing we're going to do. And here's the thing. It's yeah.
1: better than squid ink and menthol. <laughs> I mean, come on. I'm sorry.
0: Hey, I'm, hey, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, leading up to this show, I thought about including Mary in a practical joke where she said, we've created a special dish for you that has squid ink and menthol.
1: Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you. Martin House, if you're listening, I love you. But that beer, no way. No. I can't do it. Right. Can't do it. Actually, the pizza beer I didn't care for either. But hey, I understand your business model and I respect it. Me too. And if you like that me beer, too. knock yourself out. But if you like the squid ink menthol beer, uh, please please reach out to me because I'd like to I'd like to meet a bold faced liar. <laughs> well, There's
0: no way. So <laughs> when when you make those kind of beer sales, there, there has to be a little bit of logic behind it. Oh yeah, Amen. and so though. So there's a there's this thing out there that I've seen, that has the word logic in it. It's called beer logic.
1: Yeah, actually, it wasn't called that in the in in, the uh, in the OG, Um, back before it was cool to get a C and D. Yeah, cease and desist. I got one. (laughs) Oh, oh, beer logic was not always called beer logic. I got a cease and desist. (laughs) So
0: what? So Chad, what is beer logic, and what was it called before? So beer beer logic
1: is. Remember I was talking earlier and I said yeah I made the comment that somebody said if if we could get paid for you talking about beer we'd all be rich cuz you know way more about beer than you do anything else and it was just it, by the way that doesn't mean I'm an expert on beer it just means that I know about, more about beer than anything else which means I'm not a very smart guy and that's okay uh but I can uh, the the weird thing was is i when i when I was going to all those breweries and I was talking to brewery owners and breweries, I would get I, I would get the backstory on everything and i I remember I, I think I think great stories make beer taste better and I would hear all of this and i would I would make it relatable and I would study the history and I read tons of books and I learned tons of things about beer and then all of a sudden somebody said... You know somebody should pay you for uh, somebody should pay you for that, and I and I went well if I could find somebody who would actually pay me to talk about beer that'd be pretty cool, and I I approached one of my clients when I was invited to be successful elsewhere. If you remember, I was fired right. from my corporate job, <laughs> and I said I have this idea I have this idea for your annual event, and it's called Beer and Bowl drink beer and shoot the bull. And, and I said, we'll call it beer and bull, and I will make it, uh, every, everything I ever need to know about your industry, I learned from beer. And they all went, that is the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Let me talk to the board. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and it was like, they pitched it to the board, and the board went, brilliant. And they came back, and they said, yeah, okay, you got the gig. And I went, oh, crap, now I got to actually pull this off. And so it's a it's a 1-hour presentation of business comedy and I relate any subject product industry idea company whatever uh, social issue doesn't matter you pick a topic I don't care I relate it to beer and brewing using comedy and you get to taste beer while you're doing it so you learn laugh and drink so it is a business comedy event that makes you think about your industry completely different. I, I, I kind of joke and I say, uh, you, you look at your business through beer goggles, only you see it twenty twenty instead of fuzzy, because it, it's a bold and unapologetic way of looking at an industry. I get to get up there on stage and say things about industries and products and services that the CEOs can't say, because they're the respected, intelligent, face of the company, but everybody knows what the problems are. They know all the warts in the industry. Like, oh, that, well, that's a problem. We can't talk about that. I'm like, I can because we all know it. I can say it.
0: And you can make it
1: relatable. And make it relatable and funny. Yes. And so it's a joke. And then all of a sudden, once it, once you've taken the sharp edges off the subject and people aren't pissed about it anymore and they laugh about it, like, maybe we can deal with it. And so it's a business comedy thing. I've been doing it now. Uh, damn you, COVID. Uh, screwed up my streak. But uh, for over 10 years now.
0: That's awesome. And,
1: and, and it doesn't matter what industry. I'm industry agnostic. So okay. I, w- I would say if it's sales meeting, customer service meeting, your customer appreciation event, uh, annual conference, trade show, you need a keynote speaker, it's a one-hour presentation where you get to sample five different beers... And you learn, laugh, and drink, and you look at your business completely differently. For ten years, I've been doing it.
0: That sounds like fun, Chad. And I've, is is there a way to see one of your presentations online, by any chance? I have some
1: samples up there on YouTube. Go to Beer Logic and okay. just search Beer Logic, and you know, Chad Pilbeam. Um, my handle's CBO. That's Chief Brewing Officer at Beer Logic, and so you can go up there and check that on YouTube. Um, yeah, CBO at you know chadpilbeam.com is my email. And then you can go to uh, beerlogic.net. And uh, uh, since COVID came, I've actually expanded into some server training and putting together some videos at uh, using an online platform to train people, just some basic stuff. So, you know, let's just face it. If, you're, if you work for a chain restaurant and you can't tell the difference between a Blondale and a Kolsch, uh, uh, I, I totally understand. But what if I could make you talk about it in an intelligent way that gets you a few extra bucks on the tip and doesn't make you sound like you have no idea what you're talking about? That's what I've got. So, beerlogic.thinkific.com.
0: Beerlogic.thinkific. It's like terrific, but
1: thinkific. I like it. Yeah, because thinkific is a platform.
0: So, if there's a company, an industry that wants you to come out and do a one-hour presentation do they go to the same website
1: go to beerlogic.net or you can can find me on social media like i said at chad pillbeam or cbo at beer logic and that's me i'm just i'm out there you can find me just chad pillbeam you can search it's chad pillbeam beer logic and if you want to do a one-hour presentation in fact i've had somebody actually come to me and say can you do two hours I was like, how drunk do you want your audience to be? <laughs> I mean, really? You want them to be like somebody who was on our episode who said, listen, we're not leaving until we're finishing this cooler. <laughs> and and I the said, answer
0: is yes. Yeah, well, if you want to go ahead and do that.
1: <laughs> I Actually, had somebody come in off the golf course one time and do a show. Yeah. I said, look, I'm going to tell you how this is going to go. I said, we're going to set this up for 45 minutes, and it's going to go an hour and a half. And they said, that doesn't make any sense. And I said, trust me. I do a one-hour presentation. I'm going to book it for 45 minutes. You watch; it's going to go an hour and a half. And everybody's like, "Hey, I got to go to the bathroom again. Can you hold up?" <laughs> and, because they came off the golf course. Thanks, beer.
0: We appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's
1: it, it really doesn't matter about the industry or the length of time. It, really, what it matters is is whether or not you you're willing to say, "Hey, look, I'm willing to try something different." And that's what the presentation is. I. I I I've I've never had a customer once come to me and say afterward, man, I really didn't get it. And, and the reason is, is because beer is kind of a, it's really a unifier. It brings people together. And even if they don't agree with everything I say, they can say, you know what? I get what you were going for and I had a good time doing it. And that's really what it's about because when you have a keynote speaker, And I'm not going to pick on anybody in particular, but if somebody says, yeah, I climbed all 58 of the 14er mountains in Colorado, that's great. How many people in this room are going to do that? None. So how is that a motivational speech? For somebody to say, well, because you did it, well, you can do anything else. Like, you can collate your files. I'm like, w- what? <laughs> well, yeah, because I climbed all. I f-
0: cannot collate files. I, right,
1: I climbed all 58 14 ers and I'm going to give you a positive message. Therefore, you can, you can, you can now, uh, you know, uh, paperclip everything and get your reports in on time. I'm like, what? But you know what? Nobody's going to climb all 58 ers but you know what they will do is they will drink a beer. And that's relatable. And if I can say, hey, you know what? The liquid in your glass actually has a story, and it relates back to the industry and the business and the job you do every day. And, oh, by the way, if that provides you with some form of motivation, guess what? The next time you go and have a beer, maybe you'll remember it.
0: Man, Chad, thank you for sharing that, man. Beer logic applied. Beer logic. If you need a great speaker, Chad's one of the best out there. Super knowledgeable about beer. Funny guy. Just love the guy, and we're going to miss him. I'm you not know? gone. I'm not dead. I'm I am not dead. <laughs> I'm coming back, y'all. I know, but I mean, we won't get okay. to see him all Have the time. Have you had
1: the kimchi brought here at, at Thistle Draft? I'm coming back for that, if nothing else.
0: Right. Bring out your <laughs> dad. But uh, we won't get to see him every day, but we will get to see him. And uh maybe, uh, hopefully, this won't be the last time he'll be on the show. Maybe uh, we'll bring him back. There was a little teasing earlier about him not missing the uh, – the humid weather here in Houston. Oh, and if, as,
1: <laughs> if you if you do that, you you no. I'm, hold on, I'm stealing your show right here. Hold on a second. You, Leo said I'm gonna have the uh, Chad Pilbeam Memorial Golf Outing in July 1st. I'm like, in Houston. No, you're not. Okay, <laughs> nobody's golfing on July 1st in my name. We'll see. No, we'll see. November maybe, but not on, <laughs> not in July. Houston. So, if you want to be the
0: first sponsor for the July (laughs) first, Chad Pillbeam, whatever the fuck, hot as hell, hell. sporting event that you want to hold outside in Houston in July, let me know and we'll we'll make you that first sponsor. (laughs) Chad, thanks for uh, for taking a good ribbon today. You answered some seriously stupid questions. um, Inspired all of us to to continue on our beer journeys. We really appreciate you. We want to thank our guests, Kent, Kent Bray. Go follow him. Go follow his pages on Facebook. The Just Hanging groups on Facebook. Good times to be had all the time. We also had Mario, who's off shooting a courthouse right now with his camera. So glad you said that. That it is with his camera.
1: FBI is already rolling in, shooting a courthouse.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We also wanted. We also want to thank uh, Jamie Thomas from, um, not from Full Clip, <laughs> not from Full Clip, from Bearded Fox Brewing here in Houston. Man, beer is great and it can sometimes be a little bit of a hindrance, but it's also, it's, it's always awesome.
1: It'll affect your concentration. It, just a little bit,
0: just a little bit. So, Chad, thanks again for coming on the show.
1: Oh, it's, easy. it's easy on this side. you got the, all the hard work over there, <laughs> man. I just get to sit over here and drink beer and hang out with Mary.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. And thank you, Mary. Thank you for having us here at Thustle Draft Shop in spring. If you've never been here, you need to come check it out. Tuesday nights is trivia night. If you have a team of people that have a lot of useless knowledge, that's where you can come use it, Tuesday nights. They do a bunch of other different things throughout the week. Please come visit them. Have some great beers and some delicious food. If you want to listen to the podcast, you can find us on most of the major uh, podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, you name it, we're on there. Thank you for listening to the show. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.